Is it true that Mick Hucknall uh, had to shave off his dreadlocks because Martine McCutcheon puked on them backstage at Nibworth? Welcome. We are Neil, Luke and Dave. 340-somethings reminiscing on the runners and riders of the 90s guitar music. We look at the bands who soundtracked our youth on both sides of the pond and interview some of our heroes from the bands that defined a generation. You'll hear about the good, the bad and the ugly of 90s guitar music. This podcast is stupid and contagious. Hello and welcome to episode 13 of the Stupid and Contagious podcast. 13. Unlucky for some. Not for us. Not for us. Um, This one we're going to be talking about 1991. It's a big one. It's a big year. Before we get into um, this week's podcast, Luke, you went to a gig this week. Tell us all about it. Yeah, it was brilliant. Yeah, so I went to see the um, Suede uh, Manic Street Preachers double bill, which I think doesn't start in the UK till next year, right? I think um, so, yeah. They've done an Asian tour um, now. Um, yeah, big thanks to my friend uh, Catherine for sorting me out on uh, on that. Uh, it was amazing. It was incredible. Yeah, really, mm. really good. Um, the Manics were were great. They were, um, I don't know. Yeah, they, they are, I said in the in the Facebook post, they made me a bit bit emotional. I don't, I don't know yeah. why. Totes of man. <laughs> it's the power of music, right? Again. Yeah, I, I've got a similar story, but you carry on with yours. But I'll tell us. I, I think, story. especially like when they they played like um, "You Love Us." Last, last week we were talking about Dunn's record shop, and just had that mm. you know that that Proustian rush of uh, taking me back to buying a k- single of "You Love Us" for fifteen p or whatever, and just I don't know, man, it just got me. It wasn't the first time you've seen Suede, was it? It was the first time I've seen them, and I love Suede. Oh, I was going to say, I know, I know you've seen the Mannix at Nebworth, but I, I. I wasn't sure about Suede. And Suede just took me by surprise, man. They were incredible. Yeah. I've seen Suede. Have you? When? Yeah, Newport. Um, oh. When I was at Cardiff Uni. Yeah, man. Still got it. He was all over the stage, just like really going for it. Just one of the best live performances I think I've probably ever seen. It's just, just incredible. Yeah, I've heard, I've heard a lot of good things about Brett Anderson, even, his, in, either, even in his sort of later years he still sort of pulls it out oh, man. he looks hot he looks better than he did in the back in the day he's a good looking guy yeah. it's great and you so, went to yeah. shine on so tell us about it man i did well first of all how the fuck how did you sort out how, how are we media all of a sudden mate it's it's who you know no i just i sent the guys at shine on an email just said look we've got got this podcast love to come down and have a look it's, a lot of the bands are either on the podcast or coming on the podcast so and you know we're going to get them on at some point hopefully anyway uh the guys who run shine because it'd be that'd be a great episode yeah, to, great. to have um yeah and they were really good and they just sorted me out of press pass so happy days went down Amazing. there give us the highlights it, it was surprising for me the highlights the highlights like oh, um, my highlight was probably the farm altogether now well they're they're coming up on today's on today's wang what it was, because you know that, um, I don't know if you do know, but Manny's wife died this weekend. Yeah, I saw that, had yeah. a long, long battle with cancer. Mm-hmm. So he dedicated all together now to Manny and his boys. And uh, wow. yeah, it was just really, like you say, it was, it was really emotional, right? Mm. It was, the power of music was right there at that moment. Everyone was singing along and it was just beautiful, man. 
just beautiful. Yeah. I really loved it. But there's so many, so many great bands. Spiral Carpets. I've never seen them before. They were fucking great. Yeah. Uh, Jesus Jones opened it all up. They were good. Uh, Terrorvision. I never, I was never a massive Terrorvision fan, but you know they 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 uh, put on a really good show. Wow. Um, I saw them as well. They were really good. Yeah, no, they were good. They were Back good. in the day. Who else? Ned's Atomic Dustbin. Brilliant. Oh, I love mm. Ned's Atomic Dustbin. Uh, they put on a great show. Fun-loving criminals without Huey. But they, you know, even without him, they still, you know, it's, the style's all still there and it's, they were great. Black Grape, they were great. Ah, oh, I saw them, them back before. in the day as well at Brighton Centre. I'd like yeah, to see them. Yeah, I mean, I, great. I know... Not you, not you, Luke, but the other Luke was a massive Black Grape fan as well, right? That's my uh, my brother-in-law, by the way. Listens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, they were really good. Um, Sean Ryder looked quite well. <laughs> you know, they're all drinking Sprite these days. Carter, well, Jim Bob, mm. Jim Bob from Carter, mm. he was brilliant. Um, mm. He's got a really nice tight band together, and it's, yeah, it's just really great. Well, EMF there? EMF weren't there. But James was there with Bentley Rhythm Ace. Bentley mm. Rhythm Ace were fucking brilliant. They were probably my favourite band from the weekend. Oh, wow. Really energetic. You know, it was just a great, great show. I think I saw them back in the day in, like, the Big Beat Boutique in Brighton. Right. Yeah, One yeah, of those. Yeah, but yeah. that would have been mental yeah. in there. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. 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 Wonder Stuff. They were brilliant. We'll really be talking good. about them later as well. Yeah, they were really, really, really good. Really good, good band. So they had the main stage and then they had like a smaller stage. They had some other bands on after the main stage had closed. And I saw Rialto. Mm. They were fucking great. Oh, I love a bit of Rialto. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so they're back. I think they're releasing new stuff and we might have them on the podcast soon. The Supernaturals. I admit, I don't, didn't know much of their stuff apart from the ones that everyone knows, but they were good. <laughs> Sleeper. Oh, wow. Sleeper. Yeah, I've never yeah, seen yeah. them before. They're, you know, still pulled a good crowd. And then also I, I nipped into like, there's like a dance bit. I nipped in there and I caught uh, the orb. Not how I expected to see the orb, you know, sober and, <laughs> you know, it's not really the, the done thing. But no. it was, they were really good. And Mr. C. Mr. C. Shaman. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was he was behind the decks. He put on a good set too. Huh. And I also they also had other stuff going on there, like they had like a little cinema thing. And I went to see um I Am Weekender. They showed the the I Am Weekender documentary. Oh wow. It was fucking brilliant. Right. And they had a QA afterwards with Tim and forthcoming guest on the on the podcast. Tim Dorney, that um, is that that documentary is fucking brilliant. So what's that about? Well, it's just about their song Weekender. Flowered up is talking about. So they're they're sort of ma, ma, well, how do you, what's that word? Magnum. It's not Magnum Opus, is it? <laughs> That's good enough, man. I like it. <laughs> what is it? Use it. Is Use it? it. Magnum Opus, dude. Was Weekender the song Weekender, which is like I think, I think it's I think the chart version ended up being about eight minutes, but I think the there is a like forty-minute version of it, or something. No, no, no. even the chart version is like nineteen minutes. Oh, is it right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So the documentary is just about the making of the video for Weekender, 
but it's it also talks about the band and the, and the band's story and it's it's just a really it really takes you back to those heady early 90s days you know does it deal with the brothers um, and all their drug troubles and it does and yeah it does yeah. it does deal with that yeah yeah it's just a great great documentary that i recommend everyone goes and Brilliant. watch well, i'm gonna make a note there what's the name of it i am weekender it's called i am weekender that's it yeah, it's just, and then they did a Q and A, and it's just really brilliant morning spent doing that. I really enjoyed brilliant. it. You know, hey, you did a load of stuff. Just, yeah, it's great. It's a great weekend. Yeah. So, was, what was it like? Um, a festival in Butlins. It's become a thing now. I think it's a really good setup. To be honest, it sounds like it could be really bad, right? But it's not. It's everyone's there in their chalets you know for the weekend so everyone's in the same place the sound and lights are just amazing you know like a, a, a huge festival like mm. they've spent a lot of time and money making a great space for bands to play you know where did you stay i stayed in the chalet i had a couple of friends that um couldn't go so they had a room free so i, I got lucky there as well did they have ballroom dancing as well so i think that was off for the weekend did they have a knobbly knees contest? Again, I think that the sort of bands took took preference over these, but I reckon I'd have a good chance in that. Yeah, it's not like Heidi High anymore. Doesn't anyone care what I did? No, nah. not really. No, we're good, man. No. Okay, should we get on with the uh, <laughs> with the wangers? <laughs> so much to cover. Yeah, let's do it. Um, I know. <laughs> 1991. It's a big one. 1991. Hang on a minute. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm not joking. I really don't give a fuck. Well, firstly, why didn't Neil take me along with him? I asked. Don't make out I didn't ask. He asked me Thursday. I didn't no. know till Thursday. It was a last minute I thing. I know, but it's a bit last minute. And I, What am I, I supposed w- to do? If I don't know the day before, how can I ask you? So I couldn't go because I was going to the opera on Friday, actually. <laughs> oh, sorry. What What was the name of the opera? Oh, I can't speak Italian, but the Elixir of Love. Go on, Elixir d'Amore. <laughs> <laughs> like a native. It was good. Never been to an opera before. No, how was it? It was quite. It was good. They had super titles, which was really helpful because otherwise you wouldn't uh, know hey, what's hey, going on. What's a super title? Well, subtitles is below, isn't it? Super is above the stage. Oh, I didn't know there's a difference. But how did they do it? In it's not a TV screen. How did they they project it on there? No, it's like a, a big LED display mm. up there mm. where they show translation of what they're singing. Mm, cool. I don't mind a bit of opera actually. I was a bit like yeah. Julia Roberts in uh, Pretty Woman when she saw the <laughs> opera for the first time. Did you dress like her? Yeah. <laughs> I see. He did actually do something mildly interesting. All did some music related stuff. That's good. Year is nineteen ninety one. Seems that freedom's dead and gone. gone. Oh, we're the same jinx, man. Power of the rich is held by few. Keep the young ones paralysed. Educated by your lies. Keep the old ones happy with the news. Okay, let's start with the charts. Did anyone look up top top singles and albums? Okay, should we do top five singles? So number one, obviously. Everything I do, I do it for you. In Thanks, man. But what's uh, what's uh, the number one song? 
Um, yeah, Brian Adams, of course, record breaking, sixteen weeks at number one, right? You can boohoo that all you like, but that's that's an achievement, right? No one's boohooing it or poo-pooing it. It's, it's never going to happen again. That was a moment in history. <laughs> it did. It was broken by wet, 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 like a couple of years later. Apart from that, yeah, but those two, the, <laughs> it would never happen again after those two. Because music's not consumed like that anymore, right? No, it won't happen now. That's true. And a classic quiz question is what what single knocked it off? Is it right, said Fred? Yeah, it was The Fly by U2. And that film's a pretty good film. I like it. Is that why you're wearing like a jerkin today? <laughs> <laughs> it's not a gherkin. Why are you wearing a jerkin? What is a jerkin? Is that what you're a jerk. Is that what you've got? You're on? a jerkin. Go on. Uh, okay, number two. Do you know? Bohemian Rhapsody. Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, so Freddie died. Yeah, it was pretty sad, wasn't it? When he when he died, it was. Yeah, uh, I think the tragedy of it is is just that they didn't have the medication at the time, isn't it? If he'd have contracted it now. He'd be fine. Yeah, and it didn't really come out until like a week before he died, right? It was like, you know, exactly like an announcement to make. Everyone kind of knew, but it didn't make it official. That's kind of sad as well that you had to live with it in a, you know, in secret. Mm. Whether you do or don't like Queen, and they were a great band, and he's, he's you know, a, an amazing front man. So did he die in 91, and the, the concert was in 92? That's Is that right? right? Yeah. Which we watched around my house, if you remember. Did we? I had the whole crew round. It was a brilliant concert, wasn't it? Mm. Well, let's save it for 92. Let's save it for yeah, yeah. The, the, the 92 yeah, one. That's good. Okay, number three. Uh, I'm too sexy. No, it's number four. For my jerking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too sexy for my jerking. <laughs> Come on, I'll give you a clue. Um, resurrected 60s star. Um, came from a film... Shoop Shoop song. Shoop Shoop song. It's in his kiss. Share. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great song. It's all right, isn't it? All right, yeah. Mm. I don't mind it. Mm. I like Winona Ryder. She's cool. Yeah. Yeah, she, she was. Oh, back then, right? She was like every every indie boy's like uh, pin-up, right? But she's right, good Winona in Stranger Ryder. Things as well. Yeah, yeah she really Stranger is. Stranger Things. Yeah, she's yeah. quite kooky. I like it. And number five, singles. Um, I'll give you a hint. Um, eat My Shorts. Ah, oh, the Bartman. The <laughs> to the Bartman. That's like the so 90s, right? Let's move on. Okay, um, let's do... Uh, do you know the top five albums? Did you look it up? It's much more difficult to get data on albums, but yeah. All right, let's go through quickly. Let's go in descending order. Number five, Michael Jackson. Which album? Dangerous. Dangerous, yeah. I, I do want to say something about that album. It's got... Um, slash. Give In To Me, yeah, with Slash on it, which is one of my favourite songs. Of all time, I think. I was listening, I've listened to it quite a lot song. lately. It's brilliant, yeah. And they had the um the black or, black or white video with the with the faces changing gradually. It was like a revolution at the time. Do you remember that? I read that um there was I don't think this is even true, but I read that there was controversy generated by the video's last four minutes in which Jackson smashes windows, vandalizes a car, and causes a building to explode as well as suggestively grates his crotch repeatedly while dancing. Does he grate it or does he gyrate it? Oh, I'm not sure. I thought I read that wrong. <laughs> I think if you grate your crotch, you're in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that might, it might be gyrate. Gyrate makes more sense. It does, although, I mean, that would be controversial. It wasn't controversial, was it? 
would if he graded his stock. He has done some controversial. Well, he might have done some controversial stuff before or since, but I don't remember it being a controversial video. Why was it controversial? Because he smashes stuff and grates his cock. <laughs> <laughs> Number four, Tina Turner album title. Simply the best. Simply the best. Is it? I was just a guess. Number three, Queen album title. Greatest hits. Greatest hits two. Eurythmics. Greatest hits. Greatest hits. <laughs> And the number one best-selling album of 1991, unfortunately, Simply Shit. Oh, Simply Shit stars. Is it true that Mick Hucknall uh, had to shave off his dreadlocks because Martine McCutcheon puked on them backstage at Nebworth? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the story, right? I fucking hope so. That's brilliant. Apparently. You'd never get the smell out, would you? No, exactly. You have to shave them off. That's a, <laughs> that's a good Britpop story. Notable, other notable entries. Uh, one that you love, Neil, The Waterboys, Hole of the Moon. Great song. But I don't know much about The Waterboys, to be fair. That's, I'm not going to pretend to be a Waterboys aficionado. I just like that song. Now, people that like them, they really like them, right? They've got a good good fan base still, The Waterboys. Yeah. There was a weird trend in the charts of... Um, uh, tracks being used in adverts and then coming back into the charts. Like uh, old songs. I, I got that as well. I got that. Free All Right Now. Free All, free right, all right Now. now. Yeah. Uh, and Should I Stay or Should I Go? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Also, um, not related, but The Doors, like my fire because The Doors film came out. That was in the charts as oh, well. Oh, great. That's a great film. Was that not I love that was film. That's a, yeah, yeah. It's one of, that is a good film. It was weird, right? Everyone got into The Doors at that yeah. time, right? Um, you loved them, didn't you? I hated them. I, I, I'd read like two or three books on them before I'd even heard the music. And I just got really into the whole kind of concept of them. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've yeah. never, I've never understood The Doors. Oh, I like The Doors. LA Woman is my favourite album. I'm going to go with The Doors. The Doors It's an obvious answer, but every track on it's great, basically. Mm. Yeah, I understand why you don't like them now. I mean... I mean, they're pretentious, like sixth form poetry nonsense, you know, if you look at it objectively. But I don't know, man. They just seem cool as fuck at the time. Yeah, I get why, I get why they, they, people do like them. It's for the reason that I don't really. It's, yeah, it's the poetry to music thing, but it just doesn't really work for me. I can't get into it. I listen to them quite a lot still. They're, they're, they're good stuff. Good. It's a great film, though. Yeah, it was really good, wasn't it? He looks so much like everyone's image of Jim Morrison is like Val Kilmer nowadays, right? Because he was he basically took on the persona so much. Other things I really wanted to mention, um, Two Unlimited, <laughs> loved it. Nomad, I want to give you devotion, loved it. And especially for us, Neil, Heavy D and the Boys. Now that we've found love. Man, we used to listen to that a lot on the beach, right? You know, we're not, we're not musical snobs. I did like that too, Unlimited. They were good, do you know what I mean? <laughs> they were good at the time. Heavy D and the Boys, that song, yeah. Um, I I kind of remember that and um, Set Adrift on Memory Bliss. Oh, PM Dawn. nice. PM Dawn. Oh, I don't know if that was the same year or not, but yeah, I it think was it around was, that yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, those those songs, yeah, on the beach, those hazy days down the groin, jumping off the groin. Yeah, man, into the sea. What about another film? Another film and another song from the year. Terminator 2, You Could Be Mine. 
I love that song and that film. It's the best sequel to a film ever. Ooh, interesting. Yeah, great film, great soundtrack. <laughs> okay, before we leave the charts, uh, my 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 brother uh, Jake would never forgive me for not mentioning Mr. Big to be with you. And he'd be right to be annoyed if we didn't mention it. It's the most American song of 91, I'd say. That's a good message. It's great. It's great. Just those hazy days on the beach. I keep going back to it, but it, you know, it was something, you know. Good times, man. Good times. Yeah. Right. So I'm just going to, just before we get onto the actual indie stuff that probably most people have tuned in for, we're going to, I'm just going to run you through a few notable, notable things that happened in the music industry that year. So Steve Clark from Def Leppard died. Oh, wow. Sad loss to the Leopard. Um, mm. Founding member. Yeah, it's sad. This is quite good. I just found this quite funny because of what we spoke about in a previous podcast. Um, the Black Crows are dropped from the op- as the opening act of ZZ uh, Top's tour. Because they're shit. Because they're shit, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Apologies to all the people we offended last time. We've just done it again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but they're still shit. It's not our fault. Uh, New Kids on the Block star Donnie Wahlberg is arrested for allegedly setting his hotel room on fire. Rock and roll. New Kids on the Block, they were good, weren't they? Is he related to Mark Wahlberg? Of course, it's his brother, Marky Mark. Mark wasn't in the band, was he? No, he had his, like, it was Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. And that's the same Mark Wahlberg that's went on to be a Hollywood star. And it's the same person as Matt Damon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. So. Remember... Um, my my brother-in-law, Luke, he had the Marky Mark workout video. Do you remember that? <laughs> Fuck off. Oh, he used to do it. And uh, it's like Marky Mark, he's got, he's got my fly honeys over here. And uh, oh, it's so good, man. Did he wear that 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 exercise gear his mum bought him for Christmas? That <laughs> Luke, no. <laughs> he used to sit and do the Marky Mark workout video. It was great. That's the best thing that's ever happened to me when he walked in wearing that. It's like a, like a crop top. <laughs> so Luke's Luke's brother-in-law, Luke. He's a he's a big um, guy. Yeah, his his mum bought him this ill-fitting exercise gear for Christmas, which he. It wasn't ill-fitting. It was supposed to look like that. It was supposed <laughs> to be like a crop top. Yeah, it's just the funniest thing I've ever seen. Yeah, we used to call it his Leroy suit, uh, Leroy from Fame. Country music legend Kenny Rogers starts his restaurant chain, <laughs> Kenny Rogers Roasters. Big event. <laughs> what do you reckon they sell roasted what chicken yeah chicken it's got to be isn't it is that it well that was just a little rundown of notable things in the music industry that year <laughs> massive <laughs> never forget the day I first heard about Kenny Rogers' roasted restaurant <laughs> that one I thought would be funnier than it when I read it out it actually was <laughs> it was funny <laughs> enough man Funny enough. When I when I initially I chuckled to myself when I thought, oh, the the boys will find this funny. <laughs> I was really laughing work. inside. Inside it was it was it was yeah. I just felt really disappointed as you told us. Uh, <laughs> well, that wasn't the intention. But finally, get to the the meat of the of the episode. All right, let's go. Let's let's start with the big ones. Never mind. Never mind. What's there to say, right? It's Dave. What's your what's your what's your take on Never Mind? Were you were you were you a fan? Yeah, of course. I had that bleach top. 
that you wanted? Well, I swapped it for motorcycle boots, which I bought, which I hated. What are you talking about? I bought these motorcycle boots. I don't know why. I thought I would they would suit me, and they just didn't uh, suit me at all. What, and Dave had his motorcycle. But I actually had, had a motorcycle. Mo- exactly. Well, a moped. Yeah. And so I swapped those boots, which were like quite expensive for like this cheap fucking um, fake Nirvana bleach uh, long sleeve, like a tie-dyed kind of thing. Yeah, never mind. What can well, it, it, it changed the, the face of, of, of music forever, right? Yeah, not only did it kind of... I mean, grunge was sort of... It was it was starting, it was motoring along anyway, but that kind of brought it to the masses, didn't it? But also, I read, and I think it's somewhat true, it kind of killed off that whole glam rock scene. Because mm. that was still... Yeah. Bands like Poison and Motley Crue and that were still big in 1991. Mm. Well, I've heard uh, John Bon Jovi talking about this, and you know, he says, you know, overnight we we just looked silly, lost all credibility overnight. Which uh, you know, I, I don't think's really just. I think they're good bands, you know, but yeah, that did happen. Unless, well, the album itself is it's just perfect pop song after perfect pop song. It's just it's incredible, right? I'm not happy with that description. I don't think they're pop songs. It's pop. It's it's full of catchy hooks and you know it's it's a pop they're, they're, they're pop songs. Yeah, and that's where I I don't think they do really have those catchy pop hooks. Really, don't be a dick. You can't sit there in a jerkin and say that Nirvana haven't. Let me ask you this: How many times over the past five years have you listened to Nevermind? Ah, uh, but I I I always said that I was I was never a. I was more of a Kurt Cobain fan than a Nirvana. I don't, Nirvana isn't, isn't my go-to listen. I think it was a brilliant album then, but it, I don't think it stood the test of time. Oh, I disagree. I still listen to it a lot, and it, uh, yeah, it completely, completely stands out for me. You see, I, I, I think it's got everything. It's got the influence and the impact, but it's also completely deservedly so. I think it's, it's an almost perfect album. I, th- I changed everything. Name some tracks off it. So you got Lithium, Smells Like Teen Spirit. Come As You Are, Breed, Polly, Drain You, Lounge Act, Stay Away, On A Plane. They're all, they're, oh. every one of them, you know them, don't you? Territorial Pissings is yeah. not a pop song. Not a traditional one, but in the, in the context, it is one. But I, guess, I guess it's not. I guess it's not. But I don't know. It's a great song. You know every single tune I just said, right? As soon as yeah, I yeah, said yeah. that title, you, they popped into your head, right? Yeah. It's, yeah. it's it's there forever. It's there, you know. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay, so we'll move on to, the, what are you saying, Dave, 10? Well, that was 91, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, again, not something I really listened to at the time. I'm not, I was never a massive Pearl Jam fan back then. I Probably more so now. But yeah, it's, it's, it's a great album. We talked about it in the grunge one, but yeah, it's, I, I just, as I said, like a perfectly, fully, realized debut it's just just amazing really yeah and it's you know it's got black on it and jeremy and all those classics even flow yeah even flow alive is that a song oh yeah alive. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah yeah but again right once even flow alive why go black jeremy ocean's porch garden the release i mean again just just know all of them right yeah, great, great album. Um, okay, well, as we we're, let's stay with American then, as as where we've done two. I'm going to go with uh, Metallica, Black Album. Mm, 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 mm. 
Yeah. Fucking brilliant, that album. For me, I think I was listening to that more than Nirvana and Pearl Jam. I love mm. that album. It's half a good album for me. And is that got Enter the Sandman on it? Enter yeah, Sandman, yeah. It. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I kind of agree with Luke. Like, I only kind of remember half the song. Nothing Else Matters is the big one. Enter the Sandman. Unforgiven. Do you remember Burger King with that cinema screen? <laughs> yeah. I mentioned oh, it yeah. another thing. Yeah. They used to play Nothing Else Matters on that every time we were in there, pretty much, I think. It was on rotation heavy on MTV. That's a great song. That's where the cheeseburger incident happened. I know, that was that was when we were really drunk. Is that the one you mean? When I chucked your cheeseburger in a bin? No, but now you bring that up. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you do that? Because I drank loads of tenant super. And your aggression towards me came out. What's the cheeseburger incident, Dave? Well, it's probably only me that remembers it because it it was personal to me. But Neil had a girlfriend, uh, Naomi. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And the, she the had beading some girls. And we we all the met them. Girls. And one of Kate. them, for some reason, hated me. <laughs> I don't know what you know what I've done. Oh, no, I don't Fender. get it. I don't get it's it. Probably either. the jerking. You know. Were you wearing the jerking? No, Are we even wasn't. using the right word. Let's stick with it. Yeah, yeah. Fine. I was buying the cheeseburgers, and I always get plain ones. I hated the gherkins at a cheeseburger, so I I would always just say plain, please. So I brought her back her cheeseburger, and that was plain, and she just she just had a complete meltdown, and all the hatred came out. <laughs> I'm sorry you had to go through that, man. Are you okay? Well, I mean, obviously, you know, trauma stays with you, but but you know, it's just that feeling of being hated. It's it's not nice. That's hard, man. Yeah. Thanks for sharing, though. Thanks for sharing. Okay, can I go next? Um, use your illusion one and two. Brilliant, brilliant. Writers. One or two? Oh, a good one. question. Two. Uh, oh no, it's two for me. Two for me. Go on, Dave. Why one? Well, I think one had you could be mine on it. Well, they had, it was on both. Alternative version was on two, yeah. And I like Live and Let Die as well. Mm. November Rain, wasn't that on one? I did like getting the ring. Motherfucker. I had the T-shirt. Kick your bitch in little ass. What the fuck does it mean, use your illusion? Well, use your illusion, man. What did you say? November Rain. I think you're right. November Rain was on one. Yeah, don't and Don't Cry was on one. Don't Cry alternate lyrics was on two. I prefer the alternate lyrics version of Don't Cry. Yeah, me too. Me too. But yeah, like I remember when those albums come out. Releasing two albums on the same day. It's an interesting idea, right? Yeah. There was a documentary about it at the time and Slash said they weren't sure how it was going to go down. Like They thought people would think, who are these fuckers that think that you know, we're going to want to listen to two albums worth of their new material sort of thing. But it worked, right? I mean, it should have been one album, though, shouldn't it? There's enough um, crap on there to take out, right? Maybe. Maybe. Could you have squeezed it all into one? Probably, yeah. But... Yeah. Yeah. I think it was a great gimmick to have, too. Who, who was it was talking about? Uh, Axel Rose's business acumen. That was Stu Whiffin, I think. I they said, yeah, no, 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 no. about the November rain video and how yeah. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. That was still with him, yeah. I mean, I mean, obviously, we went to the tour. The Usual oh. Illusion tour was 26 months long. Wow. Just two yeah. years. And yeah, it's going to take it out of you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's longer than it takes a pineapple to grow. <laughs> but you know, a pineapple takes two years to grow. No, I didn't know that, Dave. That's good info. But they were like the biggest band in the world, right, at the time. And ah, they were great. There was always the, are you into Nirvana or are you into Guns N' Roses thing, wasn't mm. there? A little mm-hmm. bit. It was a little And bit everyone was into both of them. Yeah, most people were, right? Before we leave America, we've also got, in 91, Soundgarden, Bad Motorfinger, Temple of the Dog, self-titled, uh, Mudhoney, Every Good Boy Deserves Fudge, and, of course, uh, uh, R.E.M. Out of Time. Right, let's talk a bit. I think we should talk a bit about R.E.M. Out of Time because we gave them a lot of shit in another episode. Mm. It's a brilliant mm. album, that. It's fucking brilliant, yeah. Brilliant Again, album. I say it's half a good album. I didn't know anything about R.E.M. at the time. I thought that I thought they'd just come out of, that was their first sort of album, but obviously not. Uh, they'd been around no, for about 50 years before that. <laughs> the, first, the first time I noticed them was when watching Beverly Hills 90210. And right. they, they had Losing My Religion on it. And that oh, wow. must have been 91, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that made me go yeah. out and get that album. Um, what's your view on Shiny Happy People? A lot of a lot of people hate it. It's a, it's a Marmite song. I like it. I like it too. They hate it, don't they? But that's just because they're trying to be cooked. Like, it's obviously a long way from their arty shit stuff yeah. that they used to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like Shiny Happy People. I think it's great. And, well, Losing My Religion. I, 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 well, we talked about it briefly Thanks. before, but I think it's just an astonishing song. It's everything about it. It's just... Yeah, I think it's, it's, it's one of those, isn't it? Yeah, good album. And, yeah, I, yeah, I thought it was worth spending a bit of time because yeah, just to even out our, our rant the other week. Luke's rant. Yeah, sorry, Luke's rant. Yeah, 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 yeah. Red Hot Chili Peppers. Oh, of course. Oh, man. Fuck. It's up there. Magic of Sex Magic. Yeah. Oh, brilliant album. The only good album that the Red Hot Chili Peppers ever did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can quote me on that. <laughs> oh, 100% behind you, man. Yeah. But what a great album. What oh, a great man, album. I think I played, I had, again, I had it on cassette. I just played it to death, man. I just, just again, yeah, then I just fucking felt really felt a little bit kind of risque, and it just felt really, really just cool as fuck, you know. Yeah, I I've got down here. It's one of probably one of my old killer no filler albums. I, I was going to say that exactly that. Ah, oh, I wouldn't yeah. go that far. I mean, there are a couple of couple of um kind of throwaways on there, but it's a, it's. A I great don't think there is, man. Oh, naturally, I'm I might be taking this back. Power of Equality, If You Have to Ask, Breaking the Girl, Funky Monk, Suck My Kiss. These are all great, aren't they? Yeah. Uh, could Have Lied, um, Mellowship, Slinky yeah. and B Major. Don't remember that. The Righteous and the no. Wicked. Yeah, good. Give It Away. Mm. The, the title, Blood Sugar Sex Magic, Under the Bridge, Naked in the Rain, Apache. Yeah, I mean, these are all great, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And there's a what cover of their Red Hot at the, fight at the end as well. Wow. Yeah, that's great. That's great. I remember I watched a documentary on the recording of it. I think they recorded it all in like a mansion or something. It was just a really cool way to record. I don't know. Yeah, it's just saying about that album. Like obviously, they, they didn't manage to emulate it before or since. No. No, I know fans kind of rate Mother's Milk and, and that, but it's, it's, it's not great. Yeah. I really like Californication. I think that's a brilliant song. Uh, yeah, they're a good song, but I just I think they became like a 
caricature of themselves kind of thing. They just, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't, yeah. You know, if you're a band and you release one album like that, then fair play. Yeah. Which makes me think of another film, right? Point Break. Now that would be a waste of time. Yeah, it's classic. classic. So good. Swayze is best. Yeah, and Keanu Reeves great as well. And uh, of course, yeah, like like Dave said, um, Anthony Cleedis was in it, wasn't he? See, for, for for my whole life, I thought his name was Anthony Cleedis. It's Anthony Kiedis, isn't it? Oh, is it? There's, there's no L. I only found this out last year. He don't care. He won't be listening, so it's fine. If he is, then apologies. Sorry, but we Anne. have rectified it. So yeah, 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 yeah. I thought that my whole life. Hole, pretty on the inside. Oh, hole, pretty on the inside. The debut. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. Um, Cypress Hill's debut as well. Um, my guys, Fugazi, Steady Diet of Nothing came out, and possibly the the most momentous uh, release of '91, Spin Doctors, Pocket Full of Kryptonite. It's pocket full of shit tonight. They're not American, are they? <laughs> oh, of course they are. Hang on, did they do Two Princes? Yeah. Yeah, they did. And yeah. that's it. No, Little Miss Can't Be Wrong. Yeah, they should have just stopped after Two Princes. It's a good song, that Two Princes, though. Two Princes, that's a good song. It was, it wow. was everywhere. I put it summer. on a Thursday throwback a little while ago. Yeah, I, I think it's yeah. great. Yeah, yeah, it's everywhere, wasn't it? It was a good, it was a good tune. But yeah, shit band. Oh, Pumpkins as well, Smashing Pumpkins, Gish came out. Gish, Gish, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's a great album. I, I've never been, um, I've sort of dipped in and out of Smashing Pumpkins. They're all right, but I don't, they're not like, I love this yeah. arm. I love some of the songs off of Infinite Sadness and all that, but uh, yeah, I wouldn't listen to them. I don't think I own any of their albums. No, nor do I, nor do I. Um, I just want to put in, um, so we just saw the very, maybe I'm hoping we can do a future wang on this. We just saw the beginnings of the Riot Girl movement. So um, Bikini right. Kill released their first mini album, Revolution, Girl Style Now, just a cassette release at the time. Um, but it's kind of showed what was just coming down the path, you know what I mean? So it's pretty exciting time. Yeah, we definitely, I think we definitely will do something on the Riot Girl movement. Can we have a whole wang on Riot Girl? Come Why on. not? All right. Let's do it. Before we leave America, wasn't that the year that Kenny Rogers opened that chain of restaurants? <laughs> <laughs> funny you should I was thinking that. 92, <laughs> but now you say it. I think it was 91, wasn't it? Kenny Rogers Roasters. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. yeah. So I always had 92 in my brain, but yeah, I think you're right. It was 91. If anyone listening or watching has been to Kenny Rogers Roasters, then let us know what he roasts. <laughs> right, so should we switch to that, this side of the pond? Yeah, let's do it. Oh, hang on. Well, this is sort of in between. Um, Scorpions, win a change. Yeah, well, we talked about them on the very first episode, didn't we? We did. Um, yeah, so we, yeah. Won't, we don't need to go much in it, but it's a fucking good song. Yeah, and it you know it was it was a it was a, a time of hope you know, and it seemed to it seemed to be working oh. for a while. But uh, there we go. Yeah, just quick, just just quickly going back to the farm, because obviously with all the stuff going on in 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 Gaza, we're not going to get too much. Too, I'm not going to go into it. But um, so when they did that all together, now I said this is a song for peace, and it was just quite powerful. You know, mm-hmm. music mm-hmm. does that, right? Sure. Sure, sure. Well, it's a good segue. So, the Farm Spartacus album came out in 1991. 
on this side of the pond. So, yeah, Groovy Train all together now. Groovy Train, yeah. Right. Yeah, man. Groovy it's Train great. was great as Shine, actually. It was a that That's one of the highlights. Bandwagonist. Great record. Good album, right? I like Teenage Fan Club. I do like Teenage Fan Club. Enemy had it as its number two um, album of the year, Bandwagon. Yeah, Nirvana was number one and Bandwagon-esque was number two. Mm. I can't I'm trying to remember what's on that album, Bandwagon-esque. Uh, not, not ones you might not have heard of. I got, um, like, the concept was, what a big one. Star Sign was, was, was a hit as well. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm thinking of Grand Grand Prix was the one with all their big, with, yeah. with their biggest songs. Maybe What You Do yeah. To Me, you might know from there. Yeah, yeah, I know that one, yeah. It's just like a, the whole album is just, just, it's just really good. It's really good. 30-something, Carter. Yeah. Jim Bob was brilliant. Nice. He was brilliant at Shine On. Yeah, he was really good. But yeah, they were a great band, weren't they? They were good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Quite different, and they fucking bundled over Schofield, didn't they? <laughs> yeah, they did do that. Yeah, Dave, yeah. do you remember that? Who was with Schofield? Carter. They bundled him over on the smash hits, didn't they? He he sort of said the poll winners clever and said something, and they they thought, "Fuck this, you're going down, Schofield." And they someone shouted, "Bundle, bundle!" and they all bundled on him. Is that what happened? I think so. When was the last time you, bund- that, you had a bundle? I had a bundle for a long time. No. No. I don't think I'd be a survivor bundle these years. <laughs> they should do them. They probably do, don't they, on like um, corporate away days. They probably do bundles and that kind of shit, don't they? The chance for some dodgy groping going on, isn't that's it? True, that's true. That's true. They probably don't really do it nowadays. No, that's right. Yeah, health and safety as well. Health, you'd never get, you'd have to do a risk assessment. Uh, never loved Elvis, the wonder stuff. Um, maybe I think I mentioned it in the, in the group Facebook group a while ago, but um, it was it was one of the first cassettes I ever bought. What size of a cow on it, didn't it? It did, it did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I bought. I used the uh, Christmas tips from my paper round of nineteen ninety, Christmas nineteen ninety. Ah, so in January, I used the Christmas tips to buy my first cassette, double twin cassette player with radio, and mm. it was really expensive. I think it was like what, 60 quid. Yeah, it was like 60 quid or something. I bought it in that, you know, that um, electrical place opposite the library in town. Yeah, well, electronics have gone down in price massively <laughs> well, since the 1990s. I remember it was expensive, yeah. But I used all my Christmas tips and maybe some extra Christmas money I had and I, and I bought it. And that was one of the first tapes that I that I ever owned. So when you've only got a few tapes, you just play it constantly, right? I was never a massive Wonder Stuff fan. But I, they were one of my standout bands at Shine On this weekend. They were really good. I like the violins, you know, it's a bit of a yeah. leveller's vibe going on. You know, they wrote some cool tunes and that Dizzy was everywhere that year, wasn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's another another done special for me. And yeah, they did have some catchy tunes. Oh, man, um, I love Dizzy. That's probably one of my tunes of the year. I love that. Mm. Yeah. It's a cover, but yeah. It's, yeah, it's good yeah, yeah. Like I say, after after this weekend, I'm a, I'm a newfound sort of fan. I think they were pretty good. Did they do Size of a Cow? They did Size of a Cow and they did Dizzy as well, yeah. Oh, really? Nice. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I love a bit of uh, Wonder Stuff. Um, yeah. <laughs> that's a special place for me because it's one of the first uh, first albums I, I bought myself, I guess. I've got one here that says Eat Yourself Whole, but I don't know who it is. It's Kingmaker. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wasn't they part of that kind of scene, right? Yeah, Kingmaker are a weird one, aren't they? I, I always, I remember at the time I really didn't like them. Thought they were just rubbish. But in hindsight, I think they probably were all right. But I never really had much of their stuff, I have to say. They were a really cool band, weren't they? No, were they? No, they were one of the t-shirt bands, man. No, no, no. They, they put them with the t-shirt band scene. But I always remember, I think it was Joe Bellingham went to see them and Radiohead supported them. That's right. Yeah. crazy to think now, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, well, we're on the same then. So Carter, Stuffies, Kingmaker, also uh, Ned's Atomic Dustbin, Godfather came out in 91 as well they're all part of the same kind of also great at shine on this weekend yeah i love nids but only in in retrospect really i don't think at the time i was a massive fan no same i think i was too busy listening to american stuff i i, I love them now you know trust and all that sort of uh, thing great yeah yeah, great yeah. and census things first of too many came out in 91 as well yeah, got it the list got is it endless census things first of too many what an album what about Manchester? That was pretty much over by then, right? Was it? Yeah. That's got 89, 88, 89, 90 at a push. Yeah. Manchester was kind of, it was more sort of with the acid house scene, really. It was it was the crossover from dance to indie, wasn't it? Right, which leads us into another one of the, the most important albums there, which is Primal Screams, Cream of Delica. Without Andy Wetherill, would it have been such a seminal album? It wouldn't, would it? Just not at all. Have you heard their their kind of eighties output? Yeah, and I always think of Screamadelica as Primal Scream and Andy Weatherall. I haven't heard their eighties stuff. It's it's not great, and to be honest, it's a bit cringy. Like the leather trousers and like the polka dot shirts, as if they're like trying a bit too mm. hard to be like like the Velvet Underground or something. Like they're trying to look cool, but it's all a bit kind of cringy. Do you know what I mean? And then they're not very good. They're kind of like the razor light of uh, <laughs> of the eighties. I don't know, man. They were all right until Screamadelica, but I just wonder if Andy Weatherall hadn't got involved, what would have happened? Well, they would have carried on making turgid rock music like mm. they had for the previous ten I years. I think you might know? be right. Mm, yeah, might be right. But um, I don't think so because they were getting into like the acid house scene and stuff. I think I think I said uh, in the mm. last episode I read. Um, uh, Bobby Gillespie's autobiography, Tenement Kid. Um, I think it was earlier this year, actually. And you know, he talks a lot about how he was going out to, you know, acid house clubs and getting really influenced by all the music and the drugs and everything like that. So I think, you know, it was kind of inevitable that that kind of thing was going to happen. But um, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. It's, a, it's an amazing album, right? It's um, yeah, moving on up, higher than the sun. Come together, loaded. Just, yeah, just so good. And iconic cover art as well. If you listen to their music, obviously you've got that stuff before that you've already spoken about. Then the music after is very different to Screamadelica. Mm. That album just seems to be on its own. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It all came together with that, that partnership between Andy Weatherall and yeah. Primal Scream. And I think it really captured that moment. You know what I mean? That that exact crossover where things started to happen in dance music and they just captured it like perfectly, right? I think we I saw Andy Weatherall when I went to see your brother Sam. Sam can correct me. 
but I think he was playing in Sheffield. Sam was a big Screamer Delica fan. It said, but this was just Weatherall. It was really good. It was, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's passed away, isn't he? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's a legend. Leisure by Blur. Leisure by Blur. I've never been a Blur fan, really. Oh, I'm a big Blur I fan. Yeah. I know you are. Yeah. Yeah. Debut album. Um, again, I talked about it on the Facebook page, but I think a lot of people kind of overlook Leisure. They kind of see it as, as the band kind of finding their feet. But I think it's it's a great album. That's got There's No Other Way on it, hasn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a great yeah. song. All jukebox. It was the only song we ever played on it, wasn't it? That's right. Well, yeah, Simply Shit was, was on that song. as well, wasn't it? And Red Red Wine was on the school jukebox. <laughs> it was, that's right. It was just those three songs, I think. Yeah. yeah. Fucking, we had a jukebox in the canteen. That's great, wasn't it? I bet they haven't got that anymore. I wonder who snuffled that off. Probably worth something. Probably the old headmaster took it. Who? Priestley? Tight pants. No, Priestley was all right. He wouldn't nick a jukebox. If it's a freebie. Yeah, that's true. He might have got it given to him as a leaving present. Um, Schubert Dip. EMF. I think I'd prefer the follow-up album, but Schubert yeah. Dip's still Stigma. a great yeah. album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, a similar um, area. Jesus Jones, Doubt, came out as well. Yeah. Right, they they were good at, at Shine On too. They opened up the main stage on the Friday. Forthcoming guests. That's right, yeah. We have got Ian Baker coming up, haven't we, from Jesus yep. Jones. yep. Yeah, Jesus Jones, EMF, both had, well, big hits here and there. Other side yeah. of the pond. Yeah, 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 both of them. Number ones yeah, in man. America. Yeah, massive albums. Yeah, that's crazy, right? And of course, the year is 1991. It seems our freedom's dead and gone. Leveling the Land came out yeah. in 1991. Well, I think we went into it quite a lot when we, we spoke to Jeremy, but yeah, it's a great album. That's an almost all-killer, all no-filler album, right? Yeah, brilliant album. Love mm. it. Yeah. Love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and such good memories of the gig and those festivals. Yeah, I love the Levelers. There's just saying about them. Maybe because they're from Brighton as well. They were always one of my favourite bands back then, I think. Yeah, same. Same. That's one thing we kind of all all agreed on, I reckon. Not, not that many bands that we were all kind of equally into. I think the Levelers probably no, were, I maybe, think right? Maybe they, maybe they aren't. Maybe they are one of those bands that do sort of cross genres and a lot of people like them, don't they? And they've still got a big following now, so. Yeah, I mean, we all had slightly different tastes to each other, but the levelers were something we could all agree on, right? Yeah, I think so. I mean, Dave had very different tastes <laughs> than most people. What were you listening to in 1991, Dave? <laughs> no response. <laughs> oh, I've got another one. Go on, him. Electronic by Electronic. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking brilliant, that. Bernard Sumner, Johnny Marr, getting away with yeah. it. Great tune, man. Yeah, it was great. They were a great band. How could it not be great with those two? Who was Bernard Sumner again? From uh, Joy Division and then... Uh... New Order. Well, as, if we're moving towards that then, then if we're going towards the kind of electronic side of things, KLF, The White Room, came out. They had so many yeah. hit singles. It's unbelievable. They had like three or yeah, four singles out in 91, yeah. and they were all like chart hits. Yeah, I, I had all of them, I think. I was obsessed with the KLF. They were good. Well, I, I'm, a, I'm a bit of a... I only got obsessed with them when they became, like, chart. Sure, sure, chart sure, sure. People. Most people did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas I know Sam Lawrence, your brother. You know who Sam Lawrence is, obviously. I've heard of him. He was into them way before with all the, the chill-out 
And he recommended the documentary on the Facebook page the other day, um, which looks good. That's something I'm definitely going to uh, have a look it at. It does look good. Mm. I do love the KLF. There's something about them, isn't there? They're, they're just oh, a bit man. nuts. How do you see the documentary? Is it on YouTube? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. KLF were great. And uh, yeah, you're right. They had so many singles that year, like 3am Eternal, What Time Is Love. Uh, Last Train to Transcentral, I think, came out. Yeah. 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 They had hit after hit, I remember. Also, uh, Orbital out that year. Um, 808 State, who you like, Neil, I remember. What did 808 State do? I don't know. What was it, Neil? You were like into them. Uh, yeah, but I can't remember the name. Gary, Gary Clay and the On New Sound System also came out that year. <laughs> Something human wrong with nature. human nature. Yeah, man, I get them confused with 808 State. I wonder what happened to Gary Clay and the On New Sound System. I don't know. I don't know. Dave, what were you listening to in 91? Why won't you answer us? I mean, what, what, your question before was ridiculous. Just asked you what you were listening to in 1991. Yeah, but what, what's the implication? I'm just asking you what you were listening to in 1991. <laughs> <laughs> you make it sound like, you know, I'm some kind of outsider. No, wouldn't ever imply that, Dave. Never. Never. would never think that. Come on. Never. Would Don't never. bring yourself down. But you could say, what is there anything I was listening to that we haven't talked about? Yeah, go on in. Okay, is, it, is there anything you're listening to in 991 that we haven't talked about, Dave? No. <laughs> <laughs> Let me finish off the enemy um, albums uh, of the year. So, one, Nirvana. Two, Teenage Fan Club. Three, Primal Scream, Scream Delica. Four, Neil Young and Crazy Horse World. Where did that come from? And five, R.E.M. Out of Time. I can't comment on the Neil Young album because I've never heard of it. No, same. Before we finish, can I also mention, so the, the, the Riot Girl stuff was, was starting, which was cool, but also the Shoegaze was kind of in full swing by 1991. Like uh, My Bloody Valentine. Loveless. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, have you heard it? I, I have to be honest. No, I haven't. I think you'll like it. It's You need to listen to the whole thing. It's a, It's a really kind of... It's like a, um, it's a sound kind of let it kind of wash over you. It's it's really really good. It's really good. Yeah, I, I think I liked right. the album I listened to, and I really like Rise as well. But were they around in '91? Yeah, we nearly went to see them, didn't we? Oh yeah, you nearly did. Yeah, that was a fork in your road. There you go. It was. But as well as My Bloody Valentine, there was Slow Dive, Swerve Driver, Chapter House, all put out albums in '91. So it was like the the peak of right. Of uh, shoegaze, basically. Yeah, 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 yeah Maybe yeah. we should do something on that as well. Yeah, we can point. do a we can do a wang on shoegaze. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talk, talk. Laughing stock came out in 1991. Mark Hollis, as I always go on about, is a fucking genius. God rest his soul. And um, talk, talk. Great band. Um, but yeah, they kind of more of an eighties thing. What's their big album? Something of Eden. Spirit of Eden. Is that right? Spirit of Eden. Yeah. Are they a bit Depeche Modish? Yeah, well, kind of. They were in that electronic sort of ilk. Uh, they don't really sound like Depeche Mode, I don't think. I think they're a bit more sort of. Um, I'm not sure. I, I I I like Talk Talk, but that Laughing Stock album actually, I, I wasn't a massive fan of. It's a bit more sort of experimental. Oh, sounds more interesting to me. Yeah, you'd probably like it. <laughs> Make a note. But yeah, anyway, that came out in 1991. Uh, U2, Acton, Baby. Easy for you to say. Is that it? You've, I bet you fucking love the sphere, don't you? It's pretty cool, isn't it? I, can't, I think it's pretty cool. 
I just hate the fact that they got U2 to play it. They could have got all these really decent bands that are around in this world, and they chose to get them. That that album does have some good tunes on it. I'm not a big U2 fan, but... It's a good album. Yeah, it's got one on it. It's got even better than the real thing. She Moves in Mysterious Ways is one of my favourites. Yeah. Yeah, one's a great song. I forgot that. That was all over the place that summer as well. That's a great song. What a ballad yeah, yeah. that is. It's great. I think that was the only one that they released where he wears sunglasses that I like. <laughs> sure. Should we get on to our favourites? Let's pick our favourite songs and then albums of the year. I think maybe I've prepared more than you two on this, so don't worry if you haven't got a... I, I, I'm yeah, gonna... Luke's going to give us a top three, but we're, me and Dave are going to stick to one, I think. But go for it. Okay. Shall I do all of my three first? Give us your three. Uh, number three... Yeah. Um, to uh, to uh, is that losing my religion? Ah, there you go. See, Luke can slag off REM one week, and he can. It's an amazing song. It's an amazing song. The rest of their stuff before that was complete shit, but this is an amazing song. Can't can't deny it. And I'm kind of obsessed with it. I don't really understand. I'm still trying to understand it. I think that song. It's it's. I know it's just great. Number two, uh, unfinished sympathy, massive attack. Ah, great song. Great song. Great video. Massive attack. Quite hard to pin down, aren't they, sound-wise? Yeah, well, that whole Bristol sound, um, so good, right? Yeah. So good, yeah. Yeah, Portishead. Portishead, did they, were they They were around? much later, yeah. but yeah, yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. Yeah, Un- Unfinished Sympathies is fucking great. And my number one is uh, Bikini Kill, Double Dare. And that's the one that starts, we're Bikini Kill, and we want revolution girl style now. Which is my probably my favourite uh, introduction to any song. Good, good choices, Dave. Favourite song from nineteen ninety one is. Well, I kept going on about "You Could Be Mine," didn't I? One song that we haven't, one pop song I liked that I was looking yeah, at. It can be a pop song. Do you remember? I touched myself by the Divine. <laughs> sure. <laughs> that was a I was really not song. expecting that. Go for it. Just put it. In. <laughs> Just put it. In. <laughs> It was a good song, that. It was. And that was nice. Go for that. Just have that, yeah. then. Have that. Well, that's what I'm having. I've had it. Good choice. Oh, man. That means good I get choice. to put it into the playlist as well. Brilliant. Um, 1991. I'm going to go with... I think I'm going to go with Nothing Else Matters. Ooh, interesting. It was around everywhere, and it was on MTV all the time. And I just have good memories of that summer, and that was part of the soundtrack to it. So, yeah, I'm going to go with that. I think it's great. Good one. Good one. Um, albums. I- I'm going to give a top three again. Is that all right? Yeah, go Oh, can it. I just admit something? Go on. I did like, I can't deny that I liked I'm Too Sexy. <laughs> and that. I just saw <laughs> that, you know. You and didn't even need a, to tell us. Why? why you feel like you need to. Why did you like it? It was just so different, wasn't it, at the time? Did you think it, it was out? about you? <laughs> I didn't think it was about me. Did no. you used to sing it to yourself in the mirror? With the jerking off. <laughs> jerking off. <laughs> thanks, Simon. I mean, we, we didn't even need to know, but thanks. Yeah. yeah. Um, albums, I'm going to give top three. Are you going to give one again or are you going to give three? Come on, you can get three out of these, can't you? There's so many. I can do three albums. All right, all right. Yeah. Does someone else want to go first this time? Dave, do you want to go first? I was, I was going to pick uh, Blue Lines, Massive Attack. Is that number one or number three? That's, I haven't thought of anything okay, else. Okay, that's fine. One for Dave. Good oh, choice, though, man. It's a great one. album. It really is. I'm just doing one top, my top album, right? Uh, you can do three if you want. I'm going to go 
Black Album 3. Two, I'm going to go Screamer Delica. And one, I'm going to go with First of Too Many. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah. It's a great album. I love that album. Yeah. It's full of, full of bangers. Yeah. My top three. Three, uh, Never Loved Elvis, Wonder Stuff. Yeah. Number two, we haven't discussed it yet, but Slint, Spiderland, um, post-rock classic one of my favorite albums ever basically um just completely changed the way i thought about music it's just really really good kind of it's pure post-rock basically and number one has to be never mind right yeah you love that i do i do yeah 91 well that was our roundup of 1991 i hope you've enjoyed it look we we probably haven't covered everything but it's really hard you know (laughs) we've done our best but you know, if if we haven't mentioned your favourite band or music from 1991, then uh, hey, put it put it in the comments. Drop us a drop us a line. So yeah, if you are watching this on YouTube, please do remember to like, subscribe to the channel, and yeah, start a conversation in the comments. Let us know your favourite songs, albums. Yeah, we we tried to do it justice. We know it's an impossible task, really. We did our best. If you're listening, then please do rate the podcast and leave a review. This is quite important um, because it helps other people find the podcast. So please do do that. Um, It would really help us out. Uh, Luke. Mixtape. It's going to be a good one. It's going to be a long one. Um, I've done a lot of it already, but I need to, the stuff that we've talked about that I wasn't expecting, I'm going to have to put in there. So yeah, hopefully be uh, a good one. Sorry, before we finish, I just wanted to, do a quick shout mm. out to uh, top top contributor uh, Matt Jammy uh, on the Facebook page for for, ah, for turning me on to um, Egyptian Blue. I've been listening to their um, their album, A Living Commodity, all week and uh, really enjoying it. So um, cheers, Matt. I appreciate that. So uh, yeah, thanks for that. That's community for you. So get join that Facebook group where that lovely community exists and. Um, yeah, it's a nice place to hang out. And, and learn about, about new music, music like so. I did and uh, find some cool shit, you know? Mm. So uh, that's it for this one. See you in a minute.